God, did I hear you correctly? Look, I get it. I found myself not knowing whether to cry or fight. I just needed some validation. Sometimes that leap of faith is exactly what it sounds like, a leap. But then what? Do you ever find yourself doing what you thought God had called you to do, but it doesn't seem to be working out how you thought yet? Today I'm sharing with you real and vulnerable moments I've experienced recently and how I found myself face down on the floor asking for some validation. Did God give me the validation? He did. And I'm sharing with you today exactly how he did it. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. Can I just say how grateful I am for you? Seriously, when I see you share a post or share this podcast or quote it somewhere or leave a review or just message me about how an episode has impacted your life, that external validation goes a long way. I have actually been praying for a couple months asking God for validation. That's the word I kept using and here's why. Okay, I'm starting this episode off on a little tangent, but just stay with me. As an athlete, you know kind of whether you're successful or not, right? There are statistical wins and losses, but when it comes to business, when it comes to ministry, when it comes to God, when it comes to a podcast, a program, a calling, sometimes it's hard to figure out what success really feels like and looks like. Y'all, this is a real and honest truth moment right now. I was sitting down, laying out all the points for this episode, preparing to record in a couple hours. My process usually looks like a hike, hearing from the Lord, what to share, and then as those points marinate for a couple days, the Holy Spirit brings in examples from my life and how to share, and then I sit down and lay it all out before I record. So, here I am, laying it all out, wrote that little intro, and as I started to write down everything else about validation... Although it's a tangent on what I thought I was about to share, this is so wild, but that's where we're going for this episode. So, super truth. For those who I already told that this was going to be a fire episode coming up about God opening doors, you're going to have to stay tuned for next week, or for whenever he makes it clear to release that. But today, this one right here, let's really talk about this. Let's talk about success, confirmation, validation. Let's just go right into it, okay? It all started a couple months ago for me. As a now Christian mentor and life coach building my own business, saying yes to God, trusting him but still being nervous, I found myself in a mental and maybe even a spiritual battle. As an entrepreneur, I invested into a coaching program. I invested in what I believe God was calling me to do so that I could do this, quote, the right way for him. I don't know everything. I don't know all the trends. I don't know how to do this. So let me invest in someone else and their expertise, right? That's pretty smart. This podcast, for example, I invested in the most incredible program that took me from the idea of a podcast, which, to be honest, I had heard in my mind for years, and it finally got me to launch it professionally within 60 days. And here we are now on episode 38. That program changed everything for me. This podcast is so important to me that I couldn't just take what people call now messy action. This podcast is a direct reflection of my relationship with God, and for me, that means going all the way professionally from the start. So I invested in a professional, and it was the best decision ever because had I not, 
you wouldn't be listening to this episode right now. Anyway, a lot of talk amongst entrepreneurs is money. It's goals of how much money to make per month. It's all this money mindset talk and it's teaching how to bring in wealth. Now, please don't tune me out if that's what your focus is. Please stay with me for these next like 16 minutes or so. I'm about to share my own thoughts and perspective and prayers and revelations and hard times and struggles and victories in this exact area right here. So, well, here we go. So back to the story that got this all going. As entrepreneurs and as believers, we take this step, sometimes a leap, sometimes even a blind leap into what God is calling us to do. And it can be tough. We can even feel like it's a test. Although if you haven't heard me say this before, I'd encourage you to switch the word test there for opportunity. Instead of God testing your faith, which may give you these feelings like, oh goodness, I could fail. Look at opportunities to live out his truth and promises, opportunities to grow, opportunities to experience him in new ways. It won't always be easy, but there are always opportunities. Well, having to report back to my program coordinator and coach each month about money, I had a hard time. And to be honest, I wasn't having a hard time in the way you may be thinking. Some months were a zero, but most months were not. Again, welcome to entrepreneurship and trusting God. It wasn't the number coming in that was affecting my mindset as a business owner. I'll be really honest and even to the point that you could say this is bad business, but I'm not driven by money. I'm not driven by the amount of money I can make. I'm not driven by hitting a financial goal with a dollar amount. Now, use words like debt-free, solid savings plan, paying my mom's mortgage forever, funding my niece's AAU basketball team. Those things light me up. And of course, I understand it takes money to make all these things happen. But I'm sharing this to get to my point. See, a lot of coaches and businesses and entrepreneurs lead with the dollar amount. So the questions and the statements kept coming of, in order to make this amount of money, you need to have this amount of women in your programs, which as someone who was pretty good at math, I completely understood. But my heart was struggling, and I think my spirit was struggling too. You know when you're struggling with something and you play out the scenario and the conversation over and over in your head? Like maybe even in front of the mirror? I think as women we do that. <laughs> like, okay, they're going to ask me this question again, but this time this is how I'm going to respond. And you think you're so tough preparing for this conversation? Well, I was preparing for this conversation, and in my mind, this is what I sounded like. Look. I refuse to use women's relationships with God as a pawn to pad my bank account. There, I said it. <laughs> that was really my plan. But that phrase right there was actually simply the raw and honest moment between God and I that spurred the continued conversation with him about this and journaling through some feelings. Man, we say God's timing is so perfect so often, right? But then when we feel like there's a delay, we start to question. I'll come back to that thought in a moment. But in this scenario, his timing was so perfect because before another call with this business coach, I had days to chill a bit on that tough statement I was ready to so boldly proclaim. And I had time to sit with the Lord and to journal through it and to really figure out what he was calling me to do. I was confident and certain, but I was not driven by a dollar amount and still am not. But then more questions came. How will I know if I'm successful then? What if this isn't really what you're asking me to do? Isn't it crazy how we go from complete confidence and excitement to doubt and fear and thinking we are in this all alone and could fail? So there I was, asking God for validation. 
Validation, God. Please give me validation. Validation that this is what you're really calling me to do. Validation that what I'm saying yes to and creating is the right path. Validation that I am making an impact in the lives of others and I keep stepping out in faith following your lead. God, please give me validation because the money is not going to do it. Now, I shared last week the top three ways I hear from the Lord. So there I was out for a hike straining to hear some validation from the Lord. There I was Googling Bible verses that said validation or something like it. Maybe if I change the translation, it will say that word. Just pressing and pushing and wanting to hear the Lord validate me. And it was almost a weird prayer for me because I don't feel like I was one who sought validation in my life a whole lot. Looking back, maybe I didn't seek it because I just recognized and received it, to be honest, mostly through sports. I was validated as an athlete. How? We won. Teams I played on, we won games. We scored points. I received awards and accolades. And if by chance we didn't win, there was always another opportunity to win coming up. Sports helped me with that next play mentality. Shake it off and keep going. There's more time left on the clock. But when it came to this, when it came to what I am truly saying yes to now because I believe the Lord is calling me to this, and although I know he's with me, and I know he's providing connections for me, this is pretty much feeling like a solo venture, or crazy adventure, if I'm being honest. I've often felt this pressure when it comes to mentoring women and even preparing for this podcast or to speak or teach at an event. I know it's a good pressure because it's this pressure that I know God has put something in me that he wants me to get to those who are there to listen. But to be really honest, sometimes there's a fear in me too. I don't want to let God down. I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to lose the game. And that right there is where I found myself. And I knew something was off. I knew I had to make a shift in my feelings. I knew I had to speak God's truth into this situation. And I knew I had to begin to truly take these thoughts captive and make them submit to the truth of God's word and promise. So there I was, pressing on, but praying for validation. So if you find yourself in a similar situation, and you find yourself questioning if you heard God right, wondering if you're doing the right thing, wondering if your motive is right, or if you need to follow what someone else says, just questioning Here's where I want to encourage you to make a shift. Instead of continuing to ask God if you heard him right, ask him to validate what you heard. Ask him for validation in the steps you've taken. Ask him for validation in the leap of faith, even just something small to know you're on the right track. Sometimes all we need is that one time. And that one time will keep us fighting and pressing on. Sometimes all we need is a little validation in that word or that high five or that smile on someone else's face. That will carry us further than we ever thought. Am I right? Validation. Let's talk about it. Validation is the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. Again, how come online dictionaries are allowing you to use the root word in the definition, but in school we were never allowed that? Anyway, let me take it a step further. Valid means to have a sound basis or logic or fact or reasonable. So validation is basically checking or proving that something is reasonable, logical, or fact. Great, got it. The only problem is that sometimes faith is not reasonable, logical, or a fact. Faith is God's truth. Faith in God is belief even when we can't see. Faith is a leap, right? So maybe the word I'm looking for is confirmation. Maybe confirmation makes more sense if I go based on what the Oxford Online Dictionary says. What I really want is for God to confirm that what he said is true. 
But if I dig into that statement I just made, well, that doesn't make sense because everything that God says is true. So now I'm back to, did you really say that, God? Y'all, this could be a cycle that keeps going and going and going. So let's get off of it. Let's find the confirmation, the validation, and exactly what we need to continue moving forward with confidence in the very thing God is calling you to do. I want to share with you today the validation that I needed, that I was seeking, and that I believed would give me the confidence to keep going. I wanted validation from God. I didn't want validation from people. I wanted validation from God. And maybe people too, but I'll get to that part. But here's the best part. I got the validation. God gave me the validation I was asking him for, and he gave it to me in two ways. The first way I received validation from God, I feel like if you've listened to me long enough, you will know the first point coming for you. Sometimes point number one is just always point number one, you know? Yep, his word. The Bible itself, God's word. Validation came to me through his word. And here's the thing about spending time with God in his word. If you truly spend time with him and ask him for what you need, he will give it to you. Just don't forget how creative he is. And if you've forgotten a little bit of how creative he really is, head back to the three-part series I did on this podcast about how to kick comparison to the curb. God is creative. Did I Google validation in the Bible? Sure did. Did a couple verses or other people's notes and sermons come up? Sure did. But you know what also happened? Check this out. (laughs) Y'all, I am still going through the book of Exodus. I've been in there for more than three months. Well, I happened to be at chapter 31 the other day, a chapter that in the past I would have probably just skimmed over as the little subtitle so nicely written in my Bible was Craftsman, Bezalel, and Oholiab. Big whoop, right? Well, since I'm so invested in this history right now, I read through it. And this is what it said. I'm going to read you a little bit. So Exodus chapter 31 verses 1 to 6 says this. Then the Lord said to Moses, look, I have specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, godson of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. And... I have personally appointed Oholiab, son of Ahissamach, of the tribe of Dan, to be his assistant. Moreover, I have given special skill to all the gifted craftsmen so they can make all the things I have commanded you to make. No big deal, right? In the grand scheme of all these chapters of Moses spending 40 days and nights on top of Mount Sinai with the Lord, and this small couple of paragraphs is what I ended up reading that day? What's so special about that? I'll tell you what is. Bezalel and Aholiab, I had never heard of them before. But after reading those two paragraphs, I had no doubts that God had this assignment for them. I had no doubts about God's confidence in each of them. I had no doubts in Moses' belief that these were the two men for the job. I had no doubt in their abilities. God not only spoke what they are to do, he validated them and confirmed what they were qualified for. They weren't just qualified, they were masters at every craft, personally appointed by God. God is that specific. God is that resourceful and God is that strategic. Sometimes I find it difficult to relate to Moses, to Jeremiah, to David, to Paul, to these big players in the Bible times. They're so well known and obviously called by God. But these two paragraphs right here, these two men who are only mentioned again when Moses comes down and instructs them to get to work, these two men I can relate to. See, God's word is true. And if God is that strategic with the lives of Bezalel and Aholiab, 
for that purpose right there, then he is that strategic with me and he is that strategic with you. If God speaks that highly of his plans for them and the confidence he has in their preparation, their qualifications and their abilities to choose them, then he is that confident in your preparation, your qualifications and your abilities. If he wasn't, he wouldn't have called you to it yet. So first, I get validation from God through his word. And second, I receive validation from God through people. Okay, I get validation from people. That's the fact. But the truth is that God uses the Holy Spirit to touch people and give me the validation. And this right here comes down to our motives because the Bible is very clear about seeking man's approval, right? In Galatians 1 verse 10, Paul makes it clear in this way. He says, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. And yes, I agree 100%. In fact, it wouldn't be very smart to disagree, you know, like this is God's word and his instructions given through Paul. So I agree. I am not trying to win the approval of people, period. New sentence. God will use the Holy Spirit to impact people to say things and do things to give me approval and validation that what I am doing is from the Lord and that I am on the right path. That's it right there. God will use the Holy Spirit to impact people to say things and do things to give me approval and validation that what I'm doing is from the Lord and that I'm on the right path. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke at the women's brunch at Willow Park Church here in Kelowna, BC in Canada. I can confidently say that when I got up on that stage, I was serving the Lord and I was serving these women. I was there to share what I was sure the Lord wanted me to share. I didn't speak in the way I did, share the scriptures I did, share the stories about my life that I did, and even tell a couple jokes that I did so that 150 women would come up to me afterward and say how awesome I am. No, it wasn't their validation that I was truly seeking. But with that said, every woman who came to speak with me afterward and shared how what I said impacted them, what they learned, steps they want to take moving forward in their relationship with the Lord, and with tears streaming down their faces asking me to pray for them, that was the Lord showing me validation. He was clearly using these women to do it, but it was validation from Him. It was confirmation that not only was He the one who asked me to speak, but He prepared me for it. Every example I was able to share from my personal life, God prepared in me. He qualified me for that moment, and having received that validation from others, I'm even more confident knowing that next time I'm asked to speak, maybe even for something that makes me a little nervous, I can move forward with confidence knowing that God has validated this gift in me, and He has done it through these women. So I want to encourage you. And I want to challenge you, actually. I want to challenge you to put a hard stop on those, God, did you really say that moments? And instead say, God, I heard you. I'm taking a step. Can you please give me some validation? Whether it's on your job, in your relationship, making a decision about a career change, maybe even a church change. Maybe you have some big financial decisions to make in your life and you think you've heard from the Lord, but it just wouldn't make sense to anyone else. If you ask other people for their advice or opinions, you know they would try to talk you into something else. That right there is when you need to ask the Lord for validation and know and trust that he will give it to you. It might actually be time to stop something. Ask him for validation. Ask him for confirmation. But then comes obedience. When God gives you validation, it's a full stop or it's a full send. No more wishy-washy. It's time. It's time for you and it's time for me. 
I pray that this chat today has encouraged you and challenged you. I didn't know why the Lord had me switch up the entire game plan during shoot around today. Maybe it was to capitalize and confirm what I've been working through in my own life. Maybe it was to throw the enemy off track and maybe it was because this is exactly what you needed to hear today. Whatever it was, I am so glad I went with the full send. You are chosen, strategically and specifically prepared by God. He sees you as the masterful and skilled one he created. Trust his voice, step out in faith, and let him validate you. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.